Production. Recorded live. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Here's the Problem with Todd and Jabarnai here. I'm still working on the audio thing. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what to do with coming up with an intro and coming up with audio clips to... to air on the show, but um, I'll figure that out as time goes on, so please be patient. This is not going to be an easy process for me, and it's something that um, I'm trying to do, um, knowing that, um, what I can and can't do, so... Um, in any event, it's going to be tough for a while, but I'll figure out something. Um, so don't worry. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll come up with, um, I'll come up with an audio system that will be useful. I have one in mind and I think I can play some audio files through um, Bean Phone system. I might be able to use that. Also, um, considering I can use another software on here, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. So let's, let's see what we can do here. I don't like some of the software um, that's being promoted um, by other avenues through um, talk show, but uh, it is what it is. So I'm either going to have to consider using those or probably I might go to a different service, but I'll bring the show there um, through the mid-season or whatever. So we'll we'll figure it out. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get it worked out one way or the other. All right. Um, okay, so... Anywho, there is um, a lot to discuss. Um, but before I do that, I just want to apologize to people. I am so sorry I've been gone for a while. I was hospitalized at one point. I was in the hospital for eight days in a row. I'm fine. I'm not dead. Thank God. And I've been on a diet. So for me... Personally, it hasn't been an easy situation for me at all. Um, I've been doing the best I can on that front. And I can tell you right now, it is not the most um, 
glorious thing to go through when you're in the hospital. You're being poked and prodded, and you're hardly getting any sleep, and you've got nurses coming in, and you've got doctors telling you left and right, you need to change this, you need to do that, you need to change that, you need to do this. I mean... It becomes nauseating and very difficult after a while. So you do what you can and you make the best of what you have. So that's pretty much all you can do. That's all anybody expects you to do. Okay. Um, Also, when my mom's been in and out of the hospital, well, She's been in the hospital for over a month, so I've been taking care of the house. The, my Shih Tzu, Bella, who's six years old. I love my little dog um, like you wouldn't believe. She means more to me than life itself. And it's one of those situations where you have to make the best of it no matter what. And it's it's frustrating, it's aggravating, but we'll get through it. I mean, we'll get through this one way or the other. Um, my mom will my mom will be better. My mom will get through the worst of it all, and. Um, Yep, so it will be done, and uh, I guess we will see what happens. So, anywho, we'll just make uh, we'll just make do with what we have. So, anyway, um. That's what we know, and that's what we're going to go with. Um, okay, so let's get on with uh, the show here. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we've got several topics to, to discuss in great length and in great detail. And... This isn't going to be easy. This is not going to be an easy subject. These are not going to be easy subjects to discuss. And there are good reasons for that. Um, One of the subjects, of course, to start things off, it's all about race. And before I, I... I go into this, I just want to point out, I'm not a racist. Not at all am I a racist. I do not have a racist bone in my body. I, um, you know, I I don't have any hatred whatsoever. I don't think um I don't think what happened in this particular story um was intended to be racist. I don't really go around 
saying racist things about people. Um, it's not who I am. But if what I say comes off as racist, number one, I can't help it if people take it that way. But, you know, race does play a very big part, and it's true. And people need to grow up. People need to get over it. And this is a a matter that I think really needs some very strong discussion, no matter how this goes. Um, Okay, so... Let's get into it. There was an incident that just happened recently in Philadelphia. And yes, I'm referring to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Two men enter a a local Starbucks and Supposedly, these two men are real estate uh, agents who are waiting for friends. You know, they went in there, they were waiting for a friend to show up, and one of the men had to go use the restroom. Um, it turned out that uh, the manager of the Starbucks store said, well, if you're going to use the restroom, you got you to gotta buy a coffee. And um, this is one of those situations where if you're going to use a restroom, you got to buy some coffee, dude. You got to buy a cup of coffee. Doesn't matter what it is. They don't care exactly what you buy as long as you buy something. And, well, apparently, um, the, the, the way the story happened was that this, these men, actually, two of these men need to use the restroom. So these men went into the restroom and it turned out that these men, yes, they're black, and they went into the restroom And then about a few minutes later, they came back out, and then they sat down, and they hadn't bought anything. Now, the manager of the store said, well, you need to buy something if you're going to use the restroom. Because these are, um, because the store expects you to pay for a cup of coffee, they expect you to purchase something if you're going to use the restroom. 
And this, uh, these two men sat down, and the two men said no. At least that's my understanding of the whole situation. Unless somebody wants to correct me on record, please do. But uh, that's my understanding of the story. And then apparently the manager said, okay, I'm going to have to ask you to leave if you're not going to buy a cup of coffee because of their refusal to purchase um, some coffee. And the men refused to leave. They refused to vacate the premises. And remember, these are two men who entered the premises knowing full well that they they had to have known full well that if you're going to go into a Starbucks or any business whatsoever, it's pretty much expected that you should buy one of their products or buy something, um, buy a cup of coffee or, or something. If you're going to use the restroom and if you're just going to sit there and talk because most people who do this that's exactly what most people do anyway that's what most people are expected to do anyway and you know despite some of the claims that well, you know, most of the people there were didn't buy coffee. They were just sitting around, you know, using their laptops, accessing the company's Wi-Fi, and they were just talking. Well, you know what? Um, number one, these two men knew what they were getting themselves into. Um you don't go into a business and not expect to buy something. Number one, that's just plain rude. Number two, that is just very douchey on your part. Number three, it's ridiculous because... Starbucks is not a charity. It's not set up to be a charity just for you to come in and just talk and use your laptops or whatever because they have to make money somehow to provide these services like the free Wi-Fi, the free Internet and all. They expect you to patron their business. And it's it's an expectation that people know and have for 
for for lots of good reasons. The company needs to make money, and if you want, you know, the free Wi-Fi, if you want to be there and talk to your friends about whatever, please go buy a cup of coffee. But that's not what these two men did. They sat down and for an undetermined amount of time, uh, of course, these men claimed to have entered the establishment two minutes after, um, two minutes before they were asked to leave. Now, I find that to be completely uh, dubious um, and a very apocryphal, considering that it doesn't it, it, it didn't happen that quickly. I doubt anybody was actually watching the clock or they were counting the time exactly the two minutes knowing full well that it they um, it probably took much much longer than that and i suspect that it did take much much longer than 2 minutes it's not like these men waited 2 minutes after they got there because they went to the restroom and then they came back. You can't do that within a period of two minutes. It just doesn't happen. I'm sorry if nobody buys into that, but that sort of thing just doesn't happen. Okay, not in a period of two minutes. If I'm going to go into a store... It doesn't take me two minutes to use the bathroom because it takes a few minutes for you to use the bathroom. Then you come right back out, and then you sit down. That, we're ta- probably talking about an average of maybe 10 to 15 minutes tops. Nobody's actually thinking about this. No critical thinking is allowed or even established during this type of discussion. Nobody is really thinking about these things. It's as if the public discussion on this is not allowed or even prohibited. So right now, uh, what happened, now that these men were asked to leave, they said no, getting back to that story. The manager goes to the back, um, I guess maybe goes to the office or something, to, and grabs the, the, the company's telephone, calls 911, asks for the police to show up, and says, these men are here, they're... Uh, number one, they are they are loitering and uh, they are um, they, we just need your help here. Period. Um, 
the reality here is um, so these men knowing full well what's going on um, they come into the business so um and and supposedly they're there for a business meeting, but they're loitering and they're they're really um let me put it this way they're they're pretty much they're pretty much loitering on the the company's premises and you know this is a problem, a very big problem in the eyes of the manager who saw it coming now i think what the manager did was douching you know um but on the other hand i understand why she did it because these men really weren't asked to they were really asked to leave and they wouldn't do it um i wouldn't have called the cops but then again these men should have done exactly what the manager asked them to do either buy a fucking cup of coffee or leave it's that simple I mean, of all places in the world, why are you um, meeting at a Starbucks? Why there? I mean, there are better places to go to. I mean, do these men really like going to Starbucks? Do they really like the coffee that much? Um, Are they just going there for the business meeting? I find that pretty dubious. I mean, I've heard from Daryl W. Perry and Mark Edge on Free Talk Live when they were talking about this that, yeah, apparently these two men, and by the way, it's been reported that these two men are no less real estate agents, and they were there to meet an attorney or um, they were there to meet with an attorney, I'm sorry, for a business meeting. And I guess it was a business opportunity that they had. And um, so they were there, and these men should have realized that if you're going to meet at a place, realize that the company didn't set up that store just for you just to sit there and talk about your business without you paying for something. Now, if I'm going to go into a, um, a business, and sometimes I feel guilty about it, but if... Let me put it this way. I've been to a Mickey D's and 
I've had to use their restaurant. Or, sorry, that came out wrong. I meant restroom. Um, I've had to use their restroom, and then I left without having bought anything. Other times, I've come into the restaurant, used their restroom, and then afterwards, I would go up to um the to the counter and I would order some items. You know, like maybe a, a large pop, a Big Mac, large fries and whatnot. You know, I, I have done that before. I've I mean I I mean I've bought a, a lot of different items from Mickey D's over the years. Uh, hold on. No, I'm not answering the phone. Okay, let's find out who this is. Hello? Hello? Um, fine, and I'm doing a radio show right now, and I'm afraid you're a scam artist. Bye. God, I really hate it when people do that. Um, so, you know, I really hate these, uh, these calls. They're scammers. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I'm glad that you guys... Hello? Yes, hi, are you, are you hosting a show right now? Is that what you said? Yes, and you called me at a bad time right now, so I'm afraid I'm not interested. Um, and and who, is, who, is your guest, who is your guest right now? Nobody in particular. Uh, I don't care, sir. Um, the fact matter is, you called at a bad... I don't know, and please do not call again. Okay, so that guy that that guy won't even take a hint. Um, you know, so um, you know, I'm in the middle of hosting a podcast. And this guy has the gall to ask me if I'm hosting a podcast. Uh, yeah, I am hosting a podcast. What's he, what are they going to do? Sue me? And by the way, it's not Microsoft support. It's a scam. Microsoft support does not call you and let you know that your system it has been uh, accessed. So <laughs> what a dumbass. Okay, so um, anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about. So these two men, you know, this whole situation could have been avoided had these two men really uh, did what the manager asked. But, you know, 
the the business the business okay i I will tell you right now um the business really has every legal right to kick you out of the store. I mean, they have every legal right to do this, okay? They have every legal right to do this. And you know what? Um, I'm sorry, but just because you think that you have a right to do whatever you want, well, you know you don't. The company has every legal right to ask you to leave. It has every legal right to tell you that um, that you're uh, that you need to leave, and um, not only that, but it also has every right to um, kick you out and remove you from the business um, for any reason. It's called freedom of association. Now, should the business have done that to these men by calling the cops? No. Um, But it's a business. They have every right to ask you to leave or, you know, ask you to um, vacate the premises. They have every right to do these things because it's their private property. The fact of the matter is that, you know, of course the... um, the manager, okay, this is the situation. The manager called the cops, and actually, I remember the whole thing now. The, the, the manager told 911 that these two men entered the store and had been loitering and trespassing, and the cops basically arrested them pretty much on the on the grounds for loitering and trespassing on private property. That's probably the case. But here's the but here's the real kicker here. After the incident, the uh the the Starbucks CEO was on MSNBC and and CNN and he was making the rounds. He had heard about this. He found out. He issued a public apology to these two men. He met with these um, these individuals, and not only that, he basically said what they did. What happened to these two men was inappropriate. Um, 
No, they didn't steal anything, which is true. They didn't hold up the store. They didn't point a gun. They didn't steal money, which is true. But they were loitering and trespassing on private property because they weren't buying their products. Now, it's a business. And if a company wants you to buy their products, well, you either do that or you leave. And you can choose to leave. Now, I'll I'll be honest here. Um, I normally don't go to Starbucks. I um I've been to their stores before. The coffee's good. I mean, it's really not that good, you know. I mean, it's not that swell. And um um and it's uh <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's not a swell thing. And um the the business is not all that exciting because let's face it Starbucks coffees uh, Starbucks coffees on average and this is just my opinion take it for what it's worth they're overpriced the coffees that you buy at the counter they are overpriced I mean, if I wanted coffee that bad, I could go to Mickey D's and buy a cup of coffee, regardless of the size, for a dollar. Or I could go to Tim Hortons, which costs more than $2. But I could still get a cup of coffee. Or I could go to Burger King and get a cup of coffee. I could go to just about anywhere. I mean, you can buy coffee anywhere. And it doesn't cost you that much just for a cup of coffee. Okay. The reason why Starbucks is expensive is because it's a different kind of coffee. It's got that special blend. It It's the brand. It's the taste. It's... It's... You know, the type of beans they use. It's everything that's in the drink that makes it special. Um, I honestly don't think it's that special. I don't think it's that good of a coffee to justify paying over $3 for a venti cup of coffee, or maybe it's around four bucks. I can't remember what it was because the sizes of the coffee are tall, grand, yeah, it's tall, grande, and venti. Tall, grande, and venti. I mean, come on. Why would you want to pay for the coffee? that really isn't worth the price paying if you're going to Starbucks. Personally, I think you're wasting your money if you're going to go there all the time. 
I've gone there once in a blue moon, unless if I had a um, a gift card, and I'm getting you know money that's already on it, and I'm not really paying cash, but I'm just buying the coffee or whatever through the gift card. Okay, that's great. Um, I like their banana bread. Oh, yeah, their banana bread is actually pretty good. Um, but, um, you know, I, I've i had their stuff before. But is it really worth it? I mean, you know, this, this stuff that they put in the coffee, well, it's not that extravagant, you know. Um, but, um, but, um, you know, but if, if I'm going to go and, and buy a uh, coffee, I'm going to go to some place where the coffee is actually much more decent than anywhere else. I actually prefer Tim Horton's coffee. Um, actually, the one big coffee place I go to would be Big B Coffee, which is a Michigan retailer. Um, it's a Michigan coffee house, and their coffees are better. It's more natural, more real. It's organic, and they actually have very great coffee. I like their coffee. Unfortunately, it's a little more overpriced than Starbucks. It's not cheaper than Starbucks, but it is, um, but I do like their coffee. But you know what you're getting when you're paying for their coffees. So if you go to Big B, B-I-G-G-B-Y, and .com, and that's their website, by the way. If you go to Big B, you know what you're getting. So, um, it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's that good of coffee. Although I will say that, you know, um, their coffee is, is fine. And it's, you know, I mean, it it depends on um, customer's choice and the type of branding. Now, I I like their coffee, and the nice thing about it is that if you have a giant mug, like a big 42-ounce mug, or I I think it's about 44, it's, it's one of those big jugs, 
you know, and I and I have a couple of those. Um, one size is slightly smaller than the other. But if you're going to have a refill, then they'll charge you a much cheaper price than you would if you're using one of their cups. And it's really nice. It's really nice. It's very convenient. And usually they have great deals. They give you coupons, unlike Starbucks, because Starbucks, generally speaking, doesn't give you good deals. So that's the part about Starbucks I really hate. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. So if you're going to go to a coffee house and buy coffee, go to Big B. I mean, it's if if you're ever here in Michigan, um, they have much better coffee, and they do give you coupons. You can get a BOGO offer, um, which is a BOGO coupon, or I'm sorry, a BOGO coupon. Buy one, get one free coupon. That's what it is, and. I I like their coffee. I think their coffee is actually pretty great. The only problem is it's overpriced. Um, but then again, that's but you know what you're getting when you go to a regular coffee house because coffee houses, by and large, are expensive. And um and uh, that's what you expect. Now, if you go to Tim Hortons, it's not your typical coffee house, but you know you pay some price. You pay a little cheaper. Their coffees are cheaper, but then again, it depends on what you're buying. It really depends. So, um, you know what you're getting. Now, as far as Starbucks is concerned, I mean, like I said, um, I think their, their coffees are overpriced, but it's, it's okay. You know, I, I don't think their coffees are that super great. But like I said, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Now, here's the situation that really gets me. Um, I don't like Starbucks's politics. Um, they believe in equal pay for equal worth. They believe in climate change, um, that everything must be green. We need to abandon, you know, natural gas in favor of of uh, clean energy. You know, um, we need to be energy independent, which is something that even Republicans support. Um, I remember back in 2008, Sarah Palin, who was the Veep nominee, was behind 
John McCain, then presidential nominee, and she said that we need to have energy independence, and you know we we need to have these things. We need to have these things done here in the U.S. and not overseas, not in the Middle East. Um, we have. Yeah, but you know something, the market doesn't get to this, uh, you know, the government doesn't get to decide what the market says. The market says what the market says. I mean, people are going to decide what they're going to get out of it. I don't like that they're pushing for this nonsense, um, but that's what that's what Starbucks believes on. So the fact that these two men came into the establishment, I don't think they were looking for trouble. I think they were looking to have a business meeting, although I'm kind of skeptical about that claim, but maybe they were. And, and, and by the way, maybe the, the manager Holly Hilton, the store manager, who no longer works for the company, maybe she is a bitch. Maybe she is a racist. Maybe she is all these things that people are saying that she is. But what really gets me more than anything else are the accusations of systematic racism. You don't really accuse people of that. This isn't about race. It's about these two men who were actually giving the store manager a hard time because they were asked to leave because they provide they refuse to patronize the business. Um you know, it's it's very sad that we live in a world where race has to be injected everything. And just because she looked at these two men, oh yeah, by the way, she looked at us, oh yeah, it's because we're black. Yeah, everything is racist. Everything that businesses do Everything that store managers do when they see their black customers, everything that white society has to do, or everything that everybody does, they're all racist. Racist, racist, racist. I mean, that's all it is, right? That's all it is. And we're here to accept that, right? We're here to accept the fact that, oh, yeah, racist, racist, racist. Wow. Just wow. 
so we're here to accept that paradigm. We're here to accept the notion that everything that these people were doing was racist, racist, racist. And yes, of course, you had white patrons in that store um, who were wondering, well, what the hell's going on? Why are these men being kicked out? Um, what did they do wrong? Well, they were loitering and they were and they were trespassing. And yeah, you know, if you and it really had nothing to do with their color, they were there simply because they, you know, if if I were at a business and I didn't buy anything, but I was just sitting there. I would be loitering and trespassing too, and I would be asked to leave. Now, the difference, of course, the media wouldn't have said shit about me because I'm white. But they made a big deal about this because these two men are black, and everything in society is now, we all have to create um, this virtual signaling, this um, this really awful politically correct world where it's all about race. Racism, racism, racism. That's all it's come down to. And it's sad. It's very sad that it's it's gone that way. And, you know, I'll be perfectly blunt. I'll be perfectly honest. You've got people who really don't want to deal with this shit. Now, honestly, racism, racism, racism. If you got people who are looking at the situation and saying that, well, these two black men were just, they were just being harassed because of the color of their skin. No, it was because of the content of their character not because of the color of the skin. But you're going to have so many whites, so many people on the left, so many people in the, um, in the media who are going to frame it that way. Now, like I said, that video that we saw on the Internet, the 45-second video that was taken by a leftist woman named Melissa... DePino, and she's already framing this as, oh, well, this was nothing but racism across the board because it was um, it was planned this way. Like the the company went out of its way to be racist to these men, 
And then you've heard these calls for boycotts of Starbucks. I mean, give me a break. So that's all I got to say. I mean, there, I mean, I could go on and on and on. I could probably spend an entire day talking about this, but this is something that happens, and it needs to be rectified no matter what. Um, okay, so because of this, we got a problem, right? Um, because of this situation, now other people are joining in on this matter. Um, there was an incident at a Starbucks where a comedian walked into a Starbucks he was recording this with his cell phone, and he recorded himself doing this. And he goes up to a red-headed Starbucks barista, a thin, young college girl, who really um, said, you know, um, apparently he told her, I want a free cup of coffee because I want reparations um, against my people for racism, all because of what happened at at the Starbucks in Philadelphia. And she goes, oh, my God, I know what happened in Philadelphia. I saw it on my phone. That's just crazy. And he goes, I want a free cup of coffee because I'm seeking um, reparations, and I want a... Um, and I have a reparations voucher for that. And the girl goes, absolutely. And she proceeded to make him a free cup of coffee. I mean, come on, man. This is so ludicrous. Have we, you know, fallen to the point nowadays where we're going to create situations where we're going to lie to people and use this as, as an opportunity just to steal shit. And that's exactly what this black gentleman did. He was, he, in fact, he was also a member of Black Lives Matter. And it's not even a surprise. And he was telling her, oh, great customer service. And she was saying, how would you like your coffee? And I want, you know, whole cream. And um, what kind of syrup do you want in your coffee? May, um, um, you know, uh, caramel syrup. And you know, it's like, come on, man. You know, you're gonna get a free cup of coffee. You're not gonna even pay for it. And she was stupid to give it to him. But then again, this was her last day, so it's not like she had anything to lose. So she hands him the free cup of coffee after the whole thing. He walks out, and, you know, he has a free cup of coffee. I mean, come on, man.
come on. I mean, you know, this is nothing but theft. The company did not authorize this. She she basically gave away free inventory to um to this guy. Actually, it's not free inventory. It's stolen inventory to this dude. And he was using this as an opportunity just to have um, a, a stolen cup of coffee because he wants to use this as an opportunity to blame all whites for racism and that it's time for reparations. So because of reparations, he deserves a free cup of coffee. I mean, can you believe this shit? Can you? I I I just I I just can't believe it. I just cannot bring myself to believe it. And it's gonna get worse. I guarantee you, in the coming months and years, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. But I digress. Um, That's all I got to say on this subject for now. Um, Anybody else who wants to bring this back up later on a later podcast or something, you can. But I've said all I had to say on this subject, and it's nuts. I mean, it's nuts. So, um, and by the way, uh, the 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 comic who got the free cup of coffee, he goes by na- the name of Hotep slash Jesus. I mean, really, really? Oh man! So. Basically, the um, the situation that happened in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, regarding the part regard and and that's in regarding to the school shooting that happened there. The uh, the shooting that basically came out in, in the media, it devastated a lot of the students there, a lot of young high school students who were shooting survivors who are um, suffering from the effect of, oh, my God, we had just seen this kid, Niklaus Cruz, who shut up the school who basically killed um, 17 people. Um, A bunch of other people were there. And, um, you know, one of the, uh, you know, one of the students, or actually there were three students that were there were trying to make, um, you know, a lot of um, publicity on this. 
And that would be Emma Gonzalez, crisis actor slash shooting survivor David Hogg, and Isabel Robinson, who wrote an op-ed in the New York Times calling for more gun control. And these are the same students who want uh, to ban bump stocks. These are the same students who claim that AR-15s and assault weapons need to be banned. But then again, these are not the weapons that were used in the killings. Um, the, the shooter used a different weapon. And, I mean, come on. Come on. So we got a problem here, and um, the problem here is you've got assholes like John Paul Stevens, a retired Supreme Court justice, who says that we need to repeal the Second Amendment. And these are kids who are calling for gun control when they what they really mean is gun confiscation. And these are kids, yes, I understand there was a horrible shooting that took place at the school. No question about it. But it wasn't the gun's fault. They're acting like the guns had a mind. They're acting like the guns decided to kill kids. Like, okay, here's the gun. And the gun went, oh, okay, as a gun, as a firearm, I think I'm going to go and kill a bunch of kids. It sounds like a fun thing to do. No, it was done by Nicholas Nicklaus. It was done by Nicklaus Cruz. And the same kids that are angry about why there are guns freely distributed among people today they don't blame the kid, but they do blame the guns. Excuse me, but it's the kid who actually did the crime. It's the kid who killed people left and right. Not the guns. The gun doesn't have a fucking mind. The kid does. The kid is the one who went Rambo on these kids in the school. Um, you know, and you know what's really bad about this? I don't hear the same kids or even the leftist media who blame the guns, but they don't blame the shooter. They also don't blame the cops who failed in their duty to protect the kids while they were they, while they were there. Um, they were um, they're they're well they're guilty of dereliction of duty. 
because of the fact that they didn't stop the shooter from coming in. If someone had a firearm and taken that fucker out, these kids would not be dead. For Christ's sake, these kids would be alive. Nobody would be slaughtered. You wouldn't have a body count full of these kids piling on top of each other And it wouldn't be like, oh, well, these kids would see a bunch of other kids being slaughtered for no reason. Well, the kid did slaughter a handful of these kids for a reason. And it's because he was teased, he was bullied, he was on psychotropic medication, it wasn't because he was mentally ill. Mental illness has become, has become an excuse to basically absolve people who commit these crimes of, you know, murdering people when that's bullshit because Cruz knew what he was doing. He knew how he was harming people. He knew that he was going to destroy lives with the guns that he had. And by the way, the kid did not even allow himself to be captured. He shot himself and killed himself. You can't prosecute the kid because he's dead So, you know, give me a fucking break. Seriously. Seriously. And, you know, the fact that the cops who were um, derelict in their duty to protect the kids, well, let me provide the real truth on that. Cops are not uh, the, the entire system of police supposedly protecting the public. They're not there to protect you from being killed. They're not there to kill um, the bad guy and protect you from being murdered. They're there to investigate crimes that have already been committed. They're not there to prevent crimes from being committed. I'm sorry. They're not there. They're the, Yeah, they're there to investigate crimes not to prevent them from being committed. And once the, the, the crimes have been committed, then they'll go there and they'll find out all the details 
And if the person is alive, they'll make the arrest. If that person's dead, then there's nothing more than they can do about it. But you know something? If somebody had been armed and taken that fucker out, it makes me wonder how many kids truly would have been protected. And I'm talking a sane person, a person who was, who would never have harmed a single soul except for a killer in self-defense. And then you've got the situation where the head of the police, um, Sheriff Israel, making excuses, you know, his job, he was there to protect the kids. Why didn't he? Because he had no incentive to protect the kids. And conservatives were up in arms over that. I'm sorry, conservatives, but you should have known better than to trust the cops in any situation. But they've placed so much faith in these cops that just because some cops were derelict in their duty of protecting these kids, that they needed to be either be fired or um, to be arrested for being derelict in their duty. I'm sorry, but this is what happens. What were you expecting? So, um, that's what happened. I mean, you know, these kids are going to be living with this for the rest of their lives. Um, this is another argument. Well, this is the, here's a couple of more arguments in order to respond to this. Number one, this is the reason why kids should not be forced on psychotropic medication. And I'm talking you know, all the uh, Adderalls, Xanax, Zoloft, um, Prozac, you name it. All these type of medications, these kids should not be on it. They shouldn't be on it. Just that simple. They should not be on this shit. They shouldn't be forced into that shit. But the fact of the matter is, they are. Sad. Very, very sad. Now, here's another situation um, that's erupted um, in the media in recent weeks, and this is the last one. Um, 
and I uh, I believe this is comical all the way around. Stormy Daniels. Now we've heard about the Stormy Daniels situation. This has been reported in the media. She claims in her infamous interview with Anderson Cooper on CNN that she slept with Donald Trump. And Donald Trump pretty much had threatened her by telling her that he was going to take legal action against her. Um, She was supposedly forced by Michael Cohen to sign a non-disclosure agreement, but the problem was that Trump didn't sign the non-disclosure agreement because Trump asked him, to get her to sign such an agreement, but his signature is not on there. But of course, as a result, Michael Cohn's um, attorney has made excuses for it. You can look that up on YouTube, but it's funny. It is funny to see that the attorney is making excuses for it. Um, Daniel's attorney, Michael Avenatti, is really blowing the lid on a lot of this stuff. Um, He was the one that revealed that she was threatened by this man at some parking lot, the same gentleman who told her that he that she needed to drop her accusation of Trump sleeping with her. And um, he goes, well, regarding her child, it would be a tragedy if something um, happened to your little girl's mom, meaning story, Stormy Daniels. It would be a tragedy if something happened to you. And it would devastate your daughter if something happened to you or something like that. Which came off like a threat. Okay. So we got a situation where... Um... We got a situation where Stormy Daniels has been threatened. Well, I'm sure this is not the first time that it's happened, despite what she says, despite what her attorney says. 
And, you know, it doesn't surprise me that Trump has this regard for women because they can, because he can virtually do whatever he wants. He can sleep with whomever he wants. I swear, you know, it's it's something. It's really something over this whole stormy thing and I don't know. I I really don't know what's gonna come of it, but it's it's a big matter. And sometimes, you know, and I'm sorry I, I I didn't say anything for a minute or so because I was pondering this. And sometimes you need to shut up for a moment and consider all the elements. And this is why, you know, Trump is an asshole. He's narcissistic. He's arrogant, he's vain, he's um, a chauvinist asshole, and he's manipulative, and he uses people for his own wonderment and pleasure. It's that simple. It's that simple. Do we know for sure what's going to happen from now on? I, I don't know. It's sad that we live in this world now where where um You know, um, I, I find her claim very apocryphal and, and, and dubious. Even if she slept with Donald, um, why bring it up now? It, it seems more like a money grab than anything else. And... That's what it sounds like to me. Now, look, I'm not defending Donald Trump. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I don't particularly like Donald Trump. He's a statist. He has done lots of stuff that is not even pro-freedom. His his actions in the Middle East, like he went to they like he started to. Declare war against Syria. That was really stupid and reckless. Um, he has 
so many feckless solutions that are harmful to the country. And he really needs to consider what he's doing. But Jesus Christ. Um, that's all I got to say on that. I mean, unless there's some tangible evidence proving me wrong, and I hope somebody can prove me wrong, And, you know, I'm not against, you know, women who are porn stars. I I happen to have the utmost respect for porn stars because porn stars are making um, but. I don't know. It just seems all fishy and and the whole thing just it's it there just really um is no logic to it. The logic escapes me, okay, um that's it for this podcast i'm um, I'm pretty much done here. Um, we're going to talk more on Saturday. Usually I'm here on Thursdays, but I've got doctor appointments lined up. Um, I got doctor appointments lined up on Tuesday as well, as well as next Thursday. So I'm going to have to do this later in the day, probably around 7 or 8. I'm going to probably have to do the the changes to uh, the air times. But like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Plus, I will try to get some audio functionality here, and I'll see what I can come up with. I hope it works out. I really do. Uh, Maybe I'll do an audio test and see how that goes. All right. Um, Anyway, I got to get going. And... um, I I wish everybody... um, the best, and I hope that people can learn from from these situations and whatnot. So, all right, this is Todd Ingebrenna. It's me. I'm going. I'm gonna probably take a little bit more of a nap. I gotta feed my dog. I got a lot of stuff to do. It's not fun. It's no fun whatsoever. Take it easy, and see ya. Bye now.